Hi, I'm Beth, and this is my podcast, A Friend in Your Ear. Friends are so important in our lives. They support us through the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. They give us the space to grow and the grace to fail. They are our biggest cheerleaders when we are our harshest critics. They are not just here for us, but they're here with us. And that's what this podcast is all about, being a friend in your ear. I'm a lawyer turned stylist and fashion blogger who built a successful styling business and now I work from home running an online business. I spend a lot of time reading books, listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts. My favourite podcasts offer me advice, comfort, support, wisdom and fun when my real life friends are busy. And this is a place where I can take what I've learnt and deliver it in a way that hopefully makes your life easier, gives you something to ponder and brings a little joy to your day. Think of this as a chat with a friend, a place where you can come to reminisce for nostalgia, a giggle, and a place to find answers to something that might be bothering you. So whether you're out on a run or a walk, on the school run, being a taxi to your kids or grandkids, on a Zoom meeting with your microphone muted, or sitting with a glass of something cold in your hand, welcome to the A Friend in Your Ear podcast. Welcome to episode three of this 555 mini series. Five days where I'm looking at five separate topics and five points within each of those topics, giving you a total of 25 ideas, concepts, thoughts, feelings, and musings to lighten and brighten your day. I created this 555 mini series with a view to helping you to feel a little bit less alone, to make you ponder, to make you think, to make you go, oh, okay, so it's not just me that feels like that about life, or to make you feel, wow, I'm totally sorted, and she sounds like she really is not very sorted at all. Now, in the first episode of 555, I looked at five things that I am really rubbish at. The first one was avoiding things. The second was saying what I should, when I should. The third one was skiing. The fourth one is talking about what I do and sharing things with the world. And the fifth one was looking outside of myself for answers. The next episode, I looked at five things that I'm actually good at, which I found very, very difficult to do. The first one is being there in a crisis. The second one is never giving up. The third one was seeing the threads and getting to the heart of the matter. The fourth one is endless positivity, belief and faith that it would all be okay. And the fifth one is seeing the potential in people before they see it in themselves. Now in this one, the third episode, I am going to talk to you and share with you my five biggest fears. And I don't know if any of these will resonate with you. You might find the first one a little bit amusing. I know my children do and they talk about it on the WhatsApp group they have between themselves. So let me share it with you. My first one is being eaten alive. I have had this fear for as long as I can remember and I think it even predates Jaws. But my fear is so bad. I mean, I say it in the loosest sense of the word, but sometimes even when I'm in a swimming pool, I'm convinced that I'm being chased by a shark and I don't know that I'm alone in that. I can be convinced when I'm walking down the road that I'm going to meet a lion. I can be convinced when I'm sitting in the garden that I'm going to meet a lion. It's normally lions and sharks and wolves they're the things that I think are going to get me 
And my daughter was talking about wanting to do some travelling at some point, And she said that she wanted to go to a particular national park. Oh, bears are the other one. And I said, is there anything there that might eat me? She said, yes, bears and wolves. I said, well, not on your life then. I'm not going if there's something that might eat me. And as I mentioned earlier, I know my children find this really funny and they chat about it in the WhatsApp group. And whenever I read in the paper, I don't know if any of you are like this, whenever I read in the paper that there's been some black cat seen somewhere, some kind of panther and that there's, you know, a sheep's carcass that's been dragged up a tree on Dartmoor, I always think that somehow, whatever it is, is going to have found its way to the suburbs of Birmingham and be sitting in a hedge at the bottom of our garden you know it's got on a bus or a train or it's somehow managed to navigate its way up the motorway without being seen with its sat nav and is going to be sitting specifically in our garden or on our high street whatever possessed me to go to a safari park with the kids when they were little I do not know I was terrified the entire time oh crocodiles that's the other one crocodiles. So you see, it's not limited to just a few things. Hi, and welcome to another episode of this 555 mini-series. I've just sat here talking to myself quite happily for the last six minutes or so, and then I looked up and realised that I wasn't actually recording any of the podcast, which was very impressive. So I created this 555 series, which is five podcast episodes over five days, talking about five separate topics with five points in each topic, making a total of 25 ideas, thoughts, realisations, things to ponder and probably slight general nonsense in an effort that it lightens and brightens your day, makes you feel less alone and quite possibly makes you feel exceptionally well sorted when you listen to what I'm talking about. Now in episode one, I talked about five things that I am really, really bad at let me just do a quick recap in case that you haven't listened to that episode. The first one was avoidance. The second thing that I'm terrible at is saying what I should when I should. I don't articulate what I should in the moment. I think we're probably all fairly familiar with that. The third one is skiing. There's a few stories around that. The fourth one is I'm terrible at sharing what I do. I'm quite good at creating it. I'm terrible at sharing it. I just leave it sitting there gathering dust. And my last thing I'm terrible at is looking outside of myself for answers. Now, episode two, I actually talked and found this very uncomfortable about five things that I'm good at. And they were as follows. Being there in a crisis, never giving up, seeing the threads and getting to the heart of the matter, endless positivity, belief and faith that it would all be okay and seeing the potential in people before they see it in themselves. So here I am today with my five biggest fears, one of which my children find very funny and like to talk about on the WhatsApp group that they have amongst themselves. My first fear is being eaten alive. I think it's fair to say that this is quite an irrational fear given where I live, which is not near to any water, not near to a forest or jungle that possesses anything that might want to eat me in a suburb of a city in the UK. I think the chances of me actually being eaten alive by something are very slim, but that doesn't mean to say it couldn't happen when I travel. So this fear, I think 
possibly even predates the film Jaws. So it's been with me for a very long time. And I am one of those people, and I don't think I'm alone in this, that can be swimming in a swimming pool and believe that a shark is chasing them. Oh, yes. And every time I swim in the sea, whether I'm in Guernsey up to my knees, whether I'm on a paddleboard in Cornwall, I mean, they do have very large sharks down there, but they're not going to eat me. Or wherever I am, I am convinced I'm going to be eaten by a shark. Now, if I'm not going to be eaten by a shark in water, I am definitely, if I'm in freshwater, going to be eaten by a crocodile. Yeah, there's absolutely no doubt about that. A crocodile is going to eat me. And every time I go in the garden, there is going to be a lion lurking in the bushes. And even when I walk onto my local high street, there is definitely going to be a lion, maybe a bear, that is going to eat me. Every time I see in the newspaper that a carcass of a sheep has been found dragged up a tree in Dartmoor, whatever it is that has done that is going to be finding its way up the motorway, walking on a bus or maybe even on a train to then get off at New Street Station and come and find my garden and lurk in the bushes. So just to say that, yes, I think we can assume that that fear is rather irrational or even totally irrational. But anyway, it is one of my biggest fears. And I think that is the point about fears. It's okay to have fears that we know are totally irrational (laughs) and just to own them. I think it would actually be quite funny if that's how I met my end, as being eaten alive by something, sort of. Mm, Maybe not. But given that it's fairly unlikely to happen, certainly when I'm going about my everyday business in the UK... Anyway, I was talking to my daughter the other day because she wants to do some traveling and she was talking about going to a national park in America. And I said, is there anything there that might eat me? And she said, well, there are bears and wolves. And I said, well, we are absolutely not going to that national park then, which is maybe a little bit unfair. I might have to get over that. But on the other hand, I think, well, why would you take the risk? I've also got a friend in America who sends me pictures of the mountain lions that she has just beyond the perimeter of her fence, which again terrifies me because she really could be in the swimming pool and a mountain lion could jump in with her oh no let's move on okay so my second biggest fear is that of time running out and I don't know whether this is probably probably is a bit of an age thing but I'm starting to think oh my golly time is running out to do all the things that I want to do hopefully I still have many years left but there will be some towards the end when I'm perhaps not quite as physically able to do things as I am right now so I think it means that you live very much in the moment and enjoy life and squeeze every bit of enjoyment out of it but equally I'm thinking yeah I'm probably never going to be a pilot now and I'm probably never going to be a nutritionist and maybe I would have quite liked to have been a nurse or a doctor and then sometimes I would well I'd love to have been a fashion buyer I would have liked to write more books I guess I could still do that but you know I'm just at that stage where I'm thinking oh okay so all those things that I really thought I might quite like to do I'm probably not going to be able to do all of them and I don't really know where that shift comes maybe I don't know mid 40s early 50s you suddenly think oh okay yes perhaps those things aren't going to happen but I am 
I do have a fear of time running out without me having to have achieved everything that I want to achieve and get everything in. Maybe that's something I just need to come to terms with and maybe again that is irrational or maybe if you're listening to this you're thinking yes I know exactly what you mean let's get our skates on and do the things that we've always wanted to do. My third biggest fear is something happening to my husband or the kids or my friends or family. And specifically within that, there are things that bother me, two in particular relating to the children, and that is them being in cars, whether they are driving or being driven, and being out in a city centre of an evening. They're the things that unsettle me the most. I'm not a super anxious parent. If they're out at night, I can go to sleep before they get back. I'm not someone who's up waiting for them. Sometimes I think my husband is and he'll say, oh, did you hear them come in last night? I say, no, I was fast asleep. But occasionally that does cross my mind. Obviously, I have the fear about older relatives dying, but then that is the natural course of events. So that is how it is meant to be. But the thought of anything happening to husband, children, yeah, friends, I'm not saying I'm happy for my older relatives to die. Of course I'm not, but... We do have to be prepared for that. But when things are taken out of order, that is something that is really difficult to deal with. So I'm going to move on from that because I think it's probably something we can all identify with. And I don't want it to be your lasting memory of this podcast episode, Beth being really miserable. Please focus on Beth being eaten alive. See point number one above if you want to focus on anything that's going to cause you a little bit of amusement for the day. One of my biggest fears, actually, is being lonely, oblique, bored. So I think the way that I'm going to try and mitigate against this is if I ever find myself in a stage where I'm living alone and I'm elderly, I'm going to go and live in a retirement village where there's loads of things going on. And that will mean that I've got the choice then of either being with people if I want to or not, or something else, you know, I think there's a whole massive market out there for something like this, is buying a big French sheet and going and living there with your mates, but then having people to come in and help when you can't all manage to do everything for yourselves anymore. So you have a hairdresser come in and people to come in and just make sure that everything was running smoothly and a handyman and all that sort of thing. So I'll leave you to your own definition of what handyman means. But I think that could be quite a good way when you get older to make sure that you're not being lonely uh, and that you're not bored and that you're still living life to the full within the possibilities of what is open to you. And, you know, I don't have a fifth one, so I'm not going to make one up. So my 555 miniseries has gone a little bit wrong because on day three of my 555, I've only got four, but that's a good thing if I've got four fears in life being eaten alive time running out something happening to somebody that I really love and being lonely or bored that's okay I can live with that so I'm not going to force myself to come up with a fifth thing that I have a fear about if I don't actually have a fear about it because that isn't the way that I like to roll (laughs) and I hope that's okay with you this means it's a shorter podcast episode than some of the others but Let's go with that for today. I will be back tomorrow with episode four of my 555. And let's hope that within that, I can actually get five things. Tomorrow, I'm going to be looking at five spiritual practices that I follow on a daily basis. And I would love it 
if you would come and join me tomorrow. Now, if you're liking this little 555 mini series, please let me know. If you would like to share it with anyone else who you think might be interested, then that would be fabulous. And have a fabulous day. I shall look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. You take care, lots of love, and bye for now. This is the place where I say all of the things which I should have said during the podcast episode, but which I forgot. So first of all, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. If there's anything that you would like me to cover in future episodes, please just let me know. If there was anything that I mentioned and that you'd like more details about, whether it's a resource or a code for a product, just take a look in the show notes. I will be sure to have mentioned it there and if you would like to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified as soon as future episodes are ready then please just hit the subscribe button now thanks so much once again have a super week and i will see you again soon bye for now